I'm Time and Tech Monster here for Everyday, Everyday Blakers, Blakers fourth episode. episode. And this episode is jam packed with our traditions of the pig race, theater production. And we also wanted to spend time on Thanksgiving. Not only giving thanks, but how can you hashtag hack happiness? Because you know, at Blake, we have Project Happy Happiness, and it's a way to promote your self happiness. And this is led by Mrs. Kra, Mr. Gao, and Mrs. Raminsky. So keep on listening. Enjoy. The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Okay, so Heim Time here with the Project Happiness Committee. I have Michael Gao, Kerry Craw, and Kelly Raminsky. Thank you for joining us today. So what is Project Happiness and what are the goals of Project Happiness? So Project Happiness specializes in emotional resilience building. It's a social emotional program with different techniques for students and adults in their communities to help them thrive. So looking at the three pillars of neuroscience, which is positive psychology, mindfulness, all participants learn social and emotional learning skills. The good news is it's a very teacher-friendly program that we're starting to use last year and we're using again this year at Blake Middle School. The other great news is that Project Happiness is connected to the Common Core Standards, which helps students to learn to build a climate of kindness, appreciation, and cooperation. Each lesson fulfills the common core by teaching skills that allow children to calm themselves when angry, make friends, resolve conflicts respectfully, and make safe choices. All right. Thank you, Mrs. Craw. That was excellent. Now, Michael Gao, what does happiness mean to you? Sure. Um, to me, I think happiness just means like a peace of mind. I think you see this a lot in, in research when you have sort of a a good mind-body connection, and you're very calm and very peaceful, I think happiness comes in pretty quickly. So I would assume everyone will define happiness in their own way, but for me personally, is happiness to me is very calm, it's very, I guess you would say it would be sort of this, this connection between even nature, you can even bring nature into this too. Like, I'm surprised that you would say that, Mr. Gow. Yeah. Nature. <laughs> right, yeah, no, no question about it. I think everybody has to find that one spot, too, where, you know, you just feel connected to something else, whether it's through a book or music or nature or outdoors. So I think everyone's going to define happiness. For me, it's just that personal connection to the outdoors. That's where I find it. Well, thank you for sharing, Michael. And I think um, happiness for a lot of people probably is calmness. And for me, it's that. But sometimes it's completely the opposite. And it might be total chaos as long as it's slightly controlled. So, Kelly Raminsky, how can you promote happiness in students, people in general? So I think a part of what um, Mrs. Craw and Mr. Gao have already mentioned, um, Carrie and Mike have already mentioned, mindfulness is, is a good start having students practice mindfulness, having them have that connection to their body and have that way of almost getting out of their head and returning to the present and uh, taking away maybe some of all of the extraneous things that go on in our mind in any given day or at any given moment and helping them just find a connection to the here and the now and the present. It's that, that settling, that calmness maybe. Um, another piece that, that Carrie may have already mentioned also is 
students reflecting because happiness isn't external. Happiness is found sort of within. And so having students reflect or having teachers reflect on what makes them happy or where are the sources of unhappiness coming from and what are some ways that you can help manage that in order to find the happiness. Um, and I think a little bit of the last part I'm drawing from a bunch of my colleagues. Uh, Mrs. Campbell, Kelly Campbell says often to students that each day you have the power to come in here and you have the power to make someone's day um, really good or really bad. And I think that if we all come into this building, into this community with a mindset of how can I make someone's day today, um, I think that that creates happiness because you're looking for ways for people to find that happiness. I think that's a really insightful contribution, Kelly, because I think a lot of times we think of happiness as how do I feel and what makes me happy, where we have to have that mindful moment of how can I make others happy and promote it in our school. So thank you guys for your efforts for the Project Happiness Committee and students be looking for a flip grid to be shared about students' opinions and um, just thoughts about how happiness can be promoted in the school and how it's personal to them. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Part of what brings our school together and promotes our theme of happiness is our school play. We have two per year, and the first is Elf, directed by Tracy Allen. We'll have an interview with her, and then we also get to hear from some of the crew and cast members. I'm time back again. I'm here with Tracy Allen, the director of our school production, Elf. Welcome, Tracy. Hi, thank you for having me. And I know you guys have a lot on your plate this week. This is the week before the performance. Oh, so. yeah, it's a little crazy, <laughs> but it's very exciting, and it'll all be put together for uh, wonderful performances for people to come see this weekend. Awesome. So, Tracy, what made you guys choose Elf as the school performance? Um, I think because the... The, the base of kids that we're getting is becoming more diverse. It's not just, you know, kids who love theater and love, like, classical musicals. Um, I was looking this year to really do some, some things that are a little bit different but would appeal to broader audiences. And who doesn't love Elf? Oh, my goodness. Um, so I just, um, and it's so happy. And I think, you know, anything that promotes happiness and joy right now would be really great. And, um... So that's that's why I chose Elf and then Pom Pom Zombies. You know, it's like a beach movie um, with a little bit of zombie apocalypse. So that's going to appeal to a whole different crowd. Um, so that's that's the theory behind the choices. Well, you have my vote. Any of my students who have me during the holiday season know I probably watch it four to five times a year. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that Elf is just one of the happiest, funniest movies, and Will Ferrell could probably be my best friend um, if I didn't think it was weird. Uh, no, we can't. But it, we could maybe make it happen. No, we can't, because he's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tracy, what has been the biggest challenge with this whole performance? Um, I think the biggest challenge, not just with this performance, but with any performance, is trying to balance the commitment of the show with letting kids explore all the other amazing things that Blake has to offer. And it's it's really, really hard because, um, you know, I, 
there are a lot of kids who love theater and this is what they want to do and this is their life and they're here every day, which is great. And then there are the people who are trying it on and seeing if they like it and seeing if they like the people. And I love that, too, and that's really important to me. Um, But they're also doing the same thing in other places, which is great because Blake has so much to offer. But sort of around this time or a little bit, like maybe (laughs) last week, um, is when it's hard because people have missed so much. And I've tried to be so accommodating that we have holes that magically get filled, you know, during tech week. but. That's the most frustrating part. Yeah. Well, it's great that everyone finally does come together, and it just somehow magically happens. Yes, it does. <laughs> it really is magic. I can't so, explain it. So, speaking of how it just comes together, what are you most proud of that your kids have accomplished with this performance? Um, I think when you see the whole thing, you'll you can just feel the the hours of of work and. Um, the time that was put in, but also, you know, the, just the walking around and seeing new friendships forming, um, seeing kids do things that, you know, you wouldn't think that they could do or would want to do, or um, and just seeing them push themselves, but also push themselves in a really positive way and reach out to other people, so... Awesome. Yeah. Well, I have many of my own personal favorite scenes, but what would be if you had to choose one, Tracy, that was your favorite scene from your performance? Because I know it's slightly different from the movie. Yes. It is is slightly different from the movie. Um, My favorite, uh, it's really hard because um, they're all really good. Uh, But I, I really like... I really, I don't know. I can't. I really can't decide. It's like, who's your favorite student? It's really impossible. Um, Namai liked when he was the elf chased around by fake Santa. That's pretty good. That's or he's chasing good. fake Santa, right? He no, fake Santa is chasing. Him. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Because he um, smells like beef and cheese. He does. He sure does. <laughs> and we're making uh, Bailey Burgess O'Donnell roll around in beef and cheese so she could be method <laughs> method acting there. Um, no, we're not. Um, I just love the songs. And, and Namai in particular is just, I mean, I couldn't find a better buddy. He, When you <laughs> see him, you're just going to like... You just want to hug and squeeze him and eat, <laughs> you know, spaghetti with maple syrup with him. Yes. And, uh, just and his whole performance it makes me happy. That's my favorite. Well, I don't want to take any more time away from the performance that is happening on the other side of the wall right now. So thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you. And we hope, uh, I know this is going to air after the show. So I yeah. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. All right, so I'm time back here. I'm talking with some of the crew and cast members from the infamous play Elf. So I'm just going to have them introduce themselves right now. So who do we have here? Hi, I'm Samantha. I'm in the eighth grade, and I play the role of the manager, Macy's. I'm in the ensemble, and I choreographed a couple of the dances for the play. Excellent. I'm Nimai Kinney. I'm in the eighth grade, and I play Buddy the Elf. I'm Clark Russell, and I'm a cast member. Excellent. All right. So I think that all of you guys probably have very different experiences with the play. And one of the things, I know that you guys are in crunch time now. This is the week before the performance. So um, I appreciate you guys giving me your time. What was one of your biggest challenges that you guys have had so far up to this point? Well, for me, since I'm choreographing some of the dances, 
it's hard to make sure that they all fit together and everyone knows what to do and that they like go good with the music and in the play they fit to get everyone in places. Do you ever have some people that pick up on things really quickly and then other people who you're like, oh, you're just not there yet? Yeah, because some people do take dance class uh -huh. and other people haven't, so it's like their first time learning. So, so patience is an yeah. utmost of virtue in this experience? Mm -hmm. Especially with me. <laughs> so you're not a dancer in past experiences? Oh, uh, not a chance. No. All right, Namai, what was your um, biggest challenge so far? For me, it would be memorizing lines mm -hmm. because there would be like some similar encounters with different people and then I'll switch it up and then it would be like, ah, I got it confused again. So just drilling it each night, I think just practicing over and over again was the biggest challenge. Yeah, I think if I were to be in entertainment, I think I would like to be like in stand-up or do improv because I feel like I can do it on the fly, sort of like we're doing right now. I give you guys a lot of props for memorizing the lines. That's really hard. Thank you. <laughs> All right, and Clark, what's your biggest challenge been so uh, far? I feel like the biggest challenge for me was probably trying to figure out what I was supposed to be doing. Um, <laughs> I know that doesn't sound like a reasonable problem, but I was kind of like jumping around a little bit, so I didn't really know what I was doing. I wasn't working on one thing for very long, so I was trying to get something finished and then I would have to do something else. And it became a challenge because I would start doing this, I would just figure it out and then I would be moved and then I would do something else and then I would try to learn that and then something and you go back and forth. So as a crew member, you have a lot of responsibilities? Yeah, you could say that. And you're kind of expected to just figure things out and get things done? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's a big responsibility. All right, biggest question of the ELF production, what is your favorite part of ELF? Um, in the play, my favorite part is in the end when it gets to snow on stage and we get to stand under the snow. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. That probably makes winter more real in the performance. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Namaya? I know it doesn't seem likely, but my favorite scene is when I get chased by fake Santa and expose him. Uh, he's not really Santa. He's not Santa. He smells like beef and cheese. Oh, uh, yeah. Santa's <laughs> All right, Clark, what's your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part is probably the apartment scene because I built the apartment scene and I want to see what how it looks in the play. Yeah, so you feel like when you're watching the play, you know you are part of that scene because you made that apartment all by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Very cool. Well, guys, I don't want to take you too much more from rehearsal and getting tech ready and all that, so thank you very much for your time and you. good luck. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Next up, we'll be able to hear from some of the teachers and students about what they are thankful for. We'll hear from Mrs. Gumas, Mrs. Buley, and some students giving one word about what they're thankful for in Mrs. Doolin's advisory. Hey, Everyday Blakers, I'm here with Mrs. Gumas, and she has some thankful thoughts to share with you as we head into Thanksgiving. What am I thankful for? Well, there's so many things that it's hard to pick one. But I'm going to start with kids. I'm thankful for kids because kids bring me cheer, happiness, love all year long. My own kids, my grandchildren, my kids here at school, my husband who was once a kid and I knew him when he was a kid. So kids, I think, I'm thankful for. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> the audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. With Mrs. Buley, and she has some thankful thoughts she'd like to share with you today. 
So I have two beautiful children who I am incredibly thankful for. I have a family who lives five minutes away from me, and they're always around to help us, and that's awesome. And I'm thankful that my first um, time back from maternity leave, I got an awesome group of kids. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your thanks. I have Mrs. Doolin's advisory here with me, and they'd like to share one word that comes to mind when they think of Thanksgiving. Can you introduce yourself and tell me your one word? Hi, I'm Theo, and my one word is education. I'm Jake, and my one word is football. Hi, I'm Mia, and my one word is dessert. Oh. My name's Hannah, and my one word is James. Hi, I'm Sophia, and my one word is happiness. Hi, I'm Mona, and my one word is family. Hi, I'm Finn, and my one word is, well, words, is eating a lot. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Chase, and my one word is turkey. I think I'm going to go with the dessert one. (laughs) That's one I like. But thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Now we get to hear from Ms. Pratalillo's advisory about what makes them happy in the short term or right in the moment. And then also, if you had to choose one happiness picture, what would it be? What would you imagine if you were trying to have a mindful moment and just clear your head and something that would bring you happiness? Enjoy. Hey guys, Nate and Matthew here. We're discussing what could bring us happiness in the short term. Like just in the moment, if you're having a bad day, what could really brighten your day up? So for me, I would, what makes me happy would be basketball because, you know, it really takes my mind off things after a long day. And another thing could be um, listening to music really calms me down. Uh, what do you have to say about the topic, Matthew? Well, what brings me short-term happiness is when I arrive at school and realize that orange chicken is for lunch. It makes my day that much better. So yeah, that is what brings me happiness in the short term. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Cam. And we're from Ms. Frat's Advisor, and we're going to be talking about what gives you happiness in a moment. What gives me happiness in a moment is watching football, because I like rooting for my fantasy team, and I like watching the Patriots. What gives me happiness is walking in my house and seeing my dog there. He always cheers me up. I'm Megan. I'm Sophia. And I'm Nora. And we're from Ms. Frat's Advisory. And these are our happiness pictures. Hi, my name's Nora, and my happiness picture is being at home with my family, playing cards, and just spending time with them in general. My name is Sophia, and my happiness picture is sitting on the beach with the warm sun and watching the waves crash while reading a book. Hi, my name's Megan, and my happiness picture is being in Lake George at sunset with the sun going behind the mountains and just watching the ducks flip by. One of the best parts of our Blake community is the pig races here at Blake Middle School. They are based on the magazine drive where every advisory earns a pig if there are so many magazines sold and so much money raised for the school. So um, please enjoy a little history of the pig races from Mr. Haycock, the leader of ceremonies. And we have some of the students talking about how they souped up their pigs. And then, last but not least, we have the winners of the pig races, the Pratt Advisory, and a little um, 
little interview with her. So enjoy. Mr. Haycock because it is pig race season at Blake Middle School. What's up with pig races? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is right. It is pig race season. There we go. It is time. <laughs> and I want to tell you that we are celebrating the 19th. Can you believe it? No way. 19, 19? years Holy of the Blake God. pig race. It started in the old building. The old assistant principal, Mr. Gordon Hobby, was the MC. Okay. And it was held in the old Blake Gym, which is now the high school gym. And it's, it came out of the magazine drive because the magazine company thought it would be a fun, extra special conclusion to the magazine drive. In addition to the kids getting prizes for selling magazines, we came up with the idea for the mom of getting pig, building team spirit, camaraderie at Blake. So what do you, what do you mean they get a pig? A mechanical pig. Battery powered, and uh, the rules are you can supercharge it and adapt it to make it as fast as possible. And it's kind of funny that we were doing those things before the Blake Maker Space. Yeah. People were doing it at home or in their advisories, but now that is the pig workshop. Yeah, yeah. And the pigs are going to be handed out Monday morning, right, Mrs. Not? Okay. So, so if, you, if you have a pig, bring it in. You only have Monday and Tuesday because the pig race is next. And I got involved in it when Mr. Hodney retired. There was an opening, and I was just getting the auditorium ready for the race. Nobody seemed to be in charge of it, so I just started ranting and raving, and the rest just kind of took care of itself. Yeah. Well, you have your own little piece to the show, though. This is not just the pig race show. <laughs> this is Mr. Haycock, because you put on a character, don't you? Yes, Johnny the Dude. <laughs> Johnny the Dude. My 70s game show host, Alter Ego. Yeah, it's something to see, so I'm sorry for the, the audio piece to this because you'd really have to see the video. Of and we're, uh, it really is, the ante's really been upped by the addition of Mr. Cohen, who is uh, the announcer and sound effects man who's added a great new dimension yeah. and really drives the whole yeah. thing. It's great. So maybe we'll put videos and pictures up on the Blake LMC website to share those with you, so you'll have to check them out there. Pig clips. Pig clips. There you go. So any last words to our pig racers? Adapt. Push forward. And get that snout across the finish line. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. did is I put an extra battery pack here right on the top with two AA batteries so an extra three volts on top of the other other three volts in here so we got six volts of power and I am pretty sure this will go real fast. I'm in Mr. Walkowitz's advisory. Oh we took out the oinker of the pig we kind of stopped it with putting a Lego piece to stop the gear from moving and causing it to oink. Do you feel good about the race? Yeah. Yeah? 
Kind of. Okay. okay. Anybody else? Yeah, this is Mr. Giggles, and um, we got him because we wrote the letter, and he represents um, being really happy, and we didn't shave him or cut him because we don't want to abuse our pig. Are you feeling like he's the lucky pig? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's very yeah. lucky. All right. Good luck to everybody. may have been our best episode yet. You know, our Blakers put on this fabulous play, Elf Jr. Did you happen to get a chance to see it? I did. I was able to bring Jacob. It's, um, first off, Will Ferrell is one of my favorite actors, and Elf happens to be my favorite movie that he's in. Yeah, that's a good one. So they did a really good job of um, paralleling the movie and the play, and they really pulled out all those important scenes to still carry on the plot and make it really just seem like the story that you see in the movie, but they really personalized it from a student's perspective and the music and the dancing, and Namai was amazing as Buddy the Elf, so it was awesome, well worth seeing. Yeah, I know a lot of hours went into it. It's such a community production, so bravo to them. And you know, the pig races also always bring a great time to Blake. Big props to Mr. Haycock and Brother Walkowitz. <laughs> New a, appearance. Yeah, that was a surprise. And guess what? Mrs. Fratt's advisory, they took home the honors of the pig race champions. Yeah, that was huge. And they were also a contributor in our um, flip grids and some of the student voice of happiness. So they were a big part of our episode this week. And with it being Thanksgiving weekend, like Mr. Gao said in his interview with Project Happiness, it's a perfect time to reflect on what makes you happy. Yeah, find your own happiness. And so we hope you enjoyed listening to our Blake festivities and more. We do want to wish you a very happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Stay tuned for next month's episode. Um, remember, you can find us on iTunes if you look and search for Everyday Blakers or follow us on the Anchor app. And the Google Play Store, right? Yep. Awesome. Right. Thanks for listening. Thank you.